JoeVertigan.com. We're here with Tom Sipple, known as Tomcat. Uh, he competed uh, during the Eastern Wisconsin Stock Car Association heyday when when guys pretty much built their own race cars in the 60s and 70s, right? You bet we did. All from the scrapyard. <laughs> and back then, that was a very popular car, and you guys raced uh, more than one night a week. Tell us some stories. A lot of week nights. <laughs> we raced Francis Crick in the afternoon and Slinger at night. Then Wednesday night at Chilton. Friday night, Beaver Dam, I think it was. Saturday night, Plymouth again. My question is, what nights of the week did you have to work on your car or cut the grass at home? You didn't have to work on the car in them days. <laughs> oh, th there wasn't any maintenance like what, what your son Randy yeah. has to do with those sprint cars. Yeah. Nothing well, like right, that, right, eh? Right. You don't have to work on them quite as much. Well, I, I drove for somebody else anyway. Okay. So Talk about your racing career. You're a native of what town? Plymouth. Plymouth. And uh, what year did you first start racing and how did it all come about? Well, it started out, oh, I think in the, oh, it had been in the late 60s. Okay. My brother-in-law had a car. What was his name? Joe Meyer. Okay. And he he had a car, and it was an old Dodge four-door. Right. And uh, I drove it one night for him. At what track? Plymouth? At Plymouth, yeah. Okay. And I just drove, you know, timed it for him. Well, then he says, you gotta, you got to drive it through then tonight. Well, that's how I got to start racing. <laughs> sure. Then I got my own car after a while, that. And then after a while, I, after a while, I and I started driving for other people. And I drove for Raleigh Skelton, which is K.J. Skelton's dad. Okay. And Terry Miller and Jesse Montgomery. And I drove for quite a few different people. Back then, uh, we... Uh prefer a certain brand of Ford or some guys ran some Dodge stuff back then did that play into it for you at all we, I started out with with Chrysler Dodge Motors okay uh, six owners and then well then I when I drove for Raleigh Skelton that was a, a Dodge motor and after a while then we went to Chevy and back then uh, you could get most of your parts from the scrapyard correct just about yeah what, what did you have money-wise involved in those cars back then? Well, I built, the last car I built, when I, I knew somebody else, I, I wasn't going to be able to drive for somebody else all the time, so I had a lot of stuff saved up. It cost me about $600 for, to build a car. And from what, scratch. What was the purse money like back then? Did you run for a guaranteed purse, or was well, it a percentage of the gate? They, the percentage of the grandstand. Okay. I forget how. I think it was like forty or fifty percent of the grandstand. Sure. Yeah. So on, on on good nights, what was an average take home for you if you did well? Maybe a top yeah. three or a win or a top five finish. Well, Francis Crick, you know, you'd, if you'd win up there, you'd make about 100, 100, 120 bucks. Do you remember Dick Grawl well? Oh yes, I know Dick real good. <laughs> Dick was a character, wasn't he? Oh yes. <laughs> But I tell you, you know, it's kind of weird. I worked at 141 a few different times starting in the mid-80s, and he would always tell the stories of yesteryear and the big crowds and whatnot. I remember seeing a, a color film from the 60s. He wasn't lying. I mean, that place was jam-packed. It was, yes. We uh, That one year when we raced up there, it was raining a lot. And when the people got in the grandstand, the water started running across the track. And... Well, on the blacktop, you hit that water, you're gone, you know. So about 80% of the drivers wouldn't run that night. Well, Bill Fritzgerald, 
he raced, he, ra he, he ra well, they run four heat races. He won every one of them, and he won the feature, too. <laughs> sure. But, I mean, he was the only good car out there. Right. The rest of them were junk. So, back then, though, you ran the cars on both dirt and asphalt. Yep. How much work did it take to carry over to change them over from one surface to Tires. the other? Tires yeah. was it? Nothing else? No, and then just a little bit on the, on the suspension. Just about half an inch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was there one track in particular? Because back then you raced at Plymouth. Chilton was part of the deal too, yeah. I believe, for a long time. Yeah. Was there one track that that was better for for Tom Sipple when you ran? Yeah, I like I like Chilton. It was a smaller track and. You could get her sideways and just keep on going. It was a racy joint. I mean, I worked there in the 90s, and uh, most nights you would walk across the track after the divisions are done, and, and, and she was still pretty tacky. Oh, yeah, that was a good track. It was tacky there, yeah. Who are some of the big names that you raced against? Uh, uh, some guys that uh, were pretty tough customers when you when you ran back yeah. then. Did you run against Etchy Beardser ever? Oh yes, I did. What was he like, the flying grandpa? I yeah. never got to see him race, but I've read yeah. a lot of things about him. Uh, good yeah. guy? Oh yeah. He, uh, well, he, I think he raced until he was 65. Sure. I think that's when he made number one yet at 65. Yep. Well, I read Bertzer and, and uh, Milius and... Yeah, uh, Miles the Mouse, right? Yeah, and then uh, Carl Kulu and Hal Kulu and Kenny Markwood and Lanny Shermer and oh, all those guys, you know. So uh, what year was it when you decided to get out of racing and what made those decisions for you? What what kind of factors played in there? Well, I bought a tavern. <laughs> well, where was that at? Well, where Randy lives right now. Okay, yeah. gotcha. In Elkhart Lake. Okay. So it was time to, what year was that? Do you remember? I think it was 74, 75, something like that. And back then, uh, I mean, the mods still ran on dirt and asphalt. I think 81 or 82 was the last year at 141. They started to get a little more expensive in the late 70s into the earlys then, didn't they? Yeah, 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 they did. You mentioned earlier you raced on WIR when it was still dirt. Tell us about that. Well, it was up there, well, the Appleton area and Kakana area, their tracks were always so damn dark you couldn't see nothing. Right. You had to have a tail light. And if the tail light you took off at night and and the race, and if the tail light went out, they black flagged you. Oh really? Right, because you couldn't see them. Sure. Cars, it was so dark. Wow. Yeah. Talk about your son's racing careers and did you ever race against Randy or Scott? No, no. Uh, when I well Randy was when I, Randy was 16, something like that, I think it was, but he couldn't race then. Right. He, he had to be 18. And then that's how he got in racing then. Did you try to discourage uh, Randy or Scott away from it or to it or kind of let them make their own decision? Yeah, let them do what they want to do. <laughs> sure. And did you ever uh, support them or own their cars or were those guys pretty well, much on their own? They, they own their own cars. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Any big memories or uh, big wins that stand out for you in well, your career? I won a 75 lapper at Chilton. Nice. And uh, any bad crashes that you recall? No. No. Nothing. Were you a good qualifier? Because that was a big deal back then. Did I you qualify big, I well? Was a good qualifier, yeah. So a lot of fast times, a lot of uh, parade lot of... laps with the American flag? Oh, yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Now, how old are you now, Tom? 81. 
81, uh, you're still very active. Oh, yeah. uh, and you're up here in Dunbar. Do you have a cabin up here? You, you spend a lot of time up here, huh? Yeah, I got I, right down the road here, about two, three miles. And 45 years ago, we bought that up here. Do you ever turn wrenches on any of Randy's sprint cars, or is that all his deal? Well, I help him once in a while, you know. Sure. What have you seen the biggest changes in the sport now, just looking back on it, compared to when you ran? What are the most significant things that, that stand out in your mind? Big money. <laughs> I mean... And you'll never get it back with the purses that are paid. No, it's just too no expensive. Way in, no way you can. Is there any easy fix in, in your opinion to it all? Everybody likes to go fast, and the only way you can go fast is spend a lot of money. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, you got any advice for anybody trying to get into this sport at any level these days? Well, I hope they got a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> or find a good sugar daddy or something, right? You got that right. <laughs> Folks, it's Tom Sipple, uh, former standout in eastern Wisconsin stock car in the old modified days. Tom, thanks for taking the time, and uh, enjoy your retirement up here in Dunbar. You bet. Thank you. For <laughs>